Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, so your resume is good. I, it's good as it is now. You make those changes even better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about office strategy, right? Yes. So do you have preferences right. for offices or you're not sure yet? Well, yeah, my first preference will be Australia. So I live in Melbourne. I'm open to move to Sydney. But I'm really not sure if that will be the best place for me to be, uh, given that if I have the European background... Uh, for example, people don't have masters here, so it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I had the masters, and I had that um, sort of understanding of Middle East coming from Turkey. Yes. But I also feel like mm, there is some sort of favorism maybe here, and I don't want to get disadvantaged from that. So I want to, yep. Open my opportunities just expanded. And are you now a citizen of Australia? I am. So you, you, it's easy for you to come and go from Australia, right? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's think. But and the alternative, you haven't said it, but I'm guessing the alternative is whether you should go back to Turkey. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want that, but. But is that something you're considering, or is just a question? So, so what I'm trying to figure out is the question: What is the best office within Australia? Or is the question, should I stay in Australia or go to another country? Which is the question? Or is it both? Mm, second question, I think. Second question, should you stay in Australia or leave Australia? Yes. And where? And if you wanted to leave Australia, do you have a preference? Or is that something you want to talk about as well? I think I don't have a preference. So you can go yep. anywhere. You can just arrive at Dubai with your luggage and you're okay with that. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Okay, this is what I think, right? You have mm-hmm. you have Australian citizenship. It makes your life very easy, right? Sure. Um, you can even come to the United mm-hmm. States. It's not hard for you because of all the visa rules between Australia and mm-hmm. the United States. I think because you have Australian citizenship and because you're open to traveling, you should hedge your bets and apply to different offices, not one. Mm-hmm. The firm doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you not to do it. But if you tell an office that you've done it, they're not going to hold it against you. That you can not worry about, right? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the trade-off here is you have a good resume and you have a good background. So a lot of firms are going to be interested in you. And a lot of offices will be interested in you. The question is whether the office is going to be in a good enough position to keep hiring, given what's happening with the virus mm-hmm. and so on. You know the situation in Turkey is not that good, right? Mm-hmm. The country may default on its debt. Yeah, I hope not touch wood, right? Um, so if you apply to Turkey, they're going to like you and they're going to want to interview you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have international experience, you have a foreign resume, always attractive in Turkey, but you know what it's like. Yeah. But, 
And you'd be a strong candidate given your background. Mm -hmm. So my advice is you should reach out to the Turkish officers and speak okay. to some of the partners. Don't apply. Tell them you're in Australia. You're applying to the McKinsey Achievement Program, but you're also interested in Turkey. And just talk to them. Mm. Don't apply yet. I'm sure they'll want you to apply. But it's always nice to talk to the partners and have someone who knows your application is coming through, right? Sure. Okay. Because you're applying to the McKinsey Achievement Award, it's not applying to McKinsey. So if you apply to Turkey, it's not as if you mm. applied to McKinsey before, right? It's okay. Okay. So I would look at Turkey, yes. If you like Dubai and the Middle East and all those places, yes, apply. But right now, it's not a good time because those officers mm -hmm. are not going to be hiding a lot of people. But Turkey would be different. They would want Turkish people or foreign educated. That's their first prize for them, right? Mm-hmm. True. My, my advice... Her, yeah? You know how we're talking about the current situation? Given that if I want to put my application next year, that will be a different scenario, right? It may get worse. So, ah. <laughs> so I think it's just to, this is why I want you to actually talk to people because okay. you've got a good personality, you've got a good resume. People are not going to give you a hard time. They will want you to apply. So you want to keep a relationship as and see how things develop. True. The other thing okay. is that, you know, you always hear about firms retrenching people and letting people go. That's true. But if you're a good mm -hmm. consultant, the firm thinks you have potential, they'll find a way to keep you, even if they have to move you between offices, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, somebody, any questions? So you're, you're clear about the application strategy. You're going to reach out to Turkey. If you have to apply okay. there, it's fine, because I'm pretty sure that Australia would still, still interview and vice versa. But it's not a problem to apply to Turkey if it comes to it. Because you're only applying for the achievement awards, and that's not applying to McKinsey. Yes. So I'm going to give you some general piece of advice here. Okay. You have a very good background, I think. Oh, your resume you. is very good, and you've done, and you actually have government security clearance and done a lot of government work, which is very rare to find for consultants. It's very sought mm -hmm. after in the Middle East. So if you mm -hmm. applied to Dubai, you need to emphasize you have. Australian baseline security clearance, and you've done Defense Department work. Because okay. most projects in the Middle East are for the government. Okay. So your resume is going to be very, if you apply in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, yeah, they will almost certainly interview you because of the work. You understand all of how procurement and government projects work and so on. It's a rare skill, right? Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is I think you need to change the way you approach this to... I kind of get the sense that you speak as if you're not sure if you're a good fit for consulting. Yeah, I have confidence issues. That's I don't think sure. you need to have any confidence issues. You have a good resume. You're clearly not a psychopath. I've figured that out <laughs> in the last 45 minutes. So I think, I think the, the thing is, when you talk to anyone, don't make it sound like you're asking them if you're a good mm. fit. It's as if, uh, look, I, I think I have a good fit. And I'm interested, I'm interested to learn versus I'm interested in an affirmation that I'm a good fit. So okay. definitely yeah. talk to people to see what work the firm is doing and to see if, you're, if, if you are a good fit for that office, not if you're a good fit for consulting. I mean, you worked at Deloitte, you work at a boutique firm. I think you're a good fit for consulting, right? So I think that's very important mm -hmm. because okay. 
some partners will see it as maybe a, a negative thing. Mm-hmm. They'll wonder, they'll worry how you could come across to clients. But I, I personally wouldn't see it as something negative, but that's the one area you need to be aware people would very quickly see that you're a little bit unsure. And again, it's not that you're wrong or there's anything bad. Is it in mm-hmm. consulting where you've got all these alpha personalities dealing with difficult yeah. clients? You've obviously done well, but they, they always want to see that you're someone who's going to create the impression she deserves to be there and is already a fit for consulting. It's not mm-hmm. a big thing, but I think if you, if you just shift that focus, you would be more successful than you are at the moment. Right. I think this advice also applies to what I'm doing right now in my role with the clients, just not looking unsure, but looking actually sure. Yeah, I mean, look, I can tell you right now, I mean, having spoken to you, if I had worked with you when I was a partner, I could have taught you everything I know. So it's not as if, so it's not a function of you not being a good consultant. You have all the skills to be a good consultant. Mm-hmm. And I think when you when you speak to consultants, you're always going to say that, well, I don't think like that. I don't speak like that. But remember, they were taught to be that way. They weren't like that when they started. So when you speak to people, don't compare sort of someone who's been through the, the close mentoring with a partner to someone who still mm-hmm. has to go through the mentoring with a partner. I think that's the comparison you may be making. So if, you, if you're wondering if you're a fit for consulting, I think you are a very good fit for the firms. You just need to... Be curious about the work, but not question whether you need to fit in or whether you can fit in. Okay. Right. That would be, yeah. it's not a big thing. I don't think it's going to be such a big thing, but I think it can help you, right? So mm-hmm. I would put the focus. And then for the achievement of what, I think you're overqualified for it. But mm-hmm. I still think you must apply because they give you $2,500 and they give you a mentor. I mean, that's like a really good yeah. program. Right? Maybe I should apply for that program. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.